this is Jenny. I'm also known as Top K-Pop, and this is EOS Very Cool. Now, I have a special new segment for you today because I am officially launching Women of EOS. So I have my very first interview with an amazing woman in this space, and I'm going to introduce you to her. Hi, this is Anna from EOS Tribe. Hello, my name is Anna. Um, like Jenny said, I'm from EOS Tribe. I do the director, I'm director of communications for them. Uh, I have a, a degree in uh, advertising and PR and about over a decade in various aspects of marketing and media creation and outreach. So I'm really happy to be here and I'm really excited about this segment. So thank you Top K-Pop for doing this. This is much needed. Well, thank you. I know I've been trying to uh, get together with you for the last couple of months and I've been slow on this. But I'm, I'm so excited that you're my very first interview here because you definitely deserve some more attention for sure. Um, so you. I know you kind of briefly introduced yourself a little bit. Um, would you like to elaborate a little bit more and let people know, I guess, who you are in the EOS space here? Um, so I guess you could find me in Telegram groups jumping around. I, I've been in the Telegram groups since before Mainnet launch. Um, trying to figure out what's going on <laughs> like because we're trying to create a constitution in gov and trying to you know we have a bunch of developers in the developer group and it's an ecosystem that is decentralized but it's also kind of tight-knit we're like a family and um, within that I've been behind creating some groups after launch like the um, helping form the EOS uh, BP compliance group. And that came along as in I saw uh, a guy that was really into data and gov. And then later on, an, a guy that was like a forensic accountant for Asian affairs in gov. And they were upset about the compliance and they were sh throwing their facts in there. And I was like, oh, these guys should get together. And then um, I also knew females in the space uh, that would help them spread the message and spread the word because they were involved in other groups as well, like the voter proxy group um, that Katie Roman helped start. And so I just basically was like, hey, you need to start this group controlling Hannah, set it up for him, and gave it to him, uh, ownership of that to him, told him who we should invite, and we invited everyone in there. And I think what you'll see a main theme with me is that when I see somebody that has a special talent, um, I try to bring those people that can complement each other together so they can like self-organize and um, go from there together instead of be random little voices that get lost in telegram feeds. <laughs> Cause you see that happen so much and you feel bad cause you're like, wow, that was really good data analysis. Like you guys should come together. Um, some other groups that I helped um, form would be the uh, EOS URI group, and I kind of fell into that situation. I was honored to be uh, asked to be a part of that group, and that was to help answer questions for people that were trying to figure out what is this EOS URI and and all that. So we created a Telegram group, and it, it um, has a collaborated doc of all the things that Dan had said mentioning related to URI or UBI so people can reference those things and see the whole conversation at once. And um, along with that, I recently started, this is, I don't know if people know about this, but I recently started a EOS uh, V2 <laughs> telegram group. So the V2 telegram group is all the people that are interested in learning more about version two of the constitution that Dan and block one proposed. And um, within that group, everybody's trying to like study and better understand what the pros and cons of uh, version one and version two are in an environment that is conducive to learning and not, um, and not an environment where they feel, you know, like they're not sophisticated enough or anything to be asking such questions. So it's really like a meeting of the minds and understanding together. And it's a really great group. Uh, if you're interested in, uh, in the version two, I would go to the V2 telegram group and they will always have links to conversations that are happening in the community about that. So 
I think that's something that kind of just happened that I didn't really plan on doing was just I see people uh, for their motivations and I try to gather them together so they can be stronger together. <laughs> that's such a, I mean, that's an amazing role to play, though. I mean, you're literally <laughs> two separate puzzle pieces and putting them together and be like, hey, guys, you know, you're talking about the thing. It's just, I, I think that's an amazing thing to do and putting together groups where people, like you said, meeting of the minds and it's just, it's so important. So yeah. it, it's great to, to know that you're behind some of that. I didn't even know you were behind some of that. You oh, know, you did? All over the place. So that's, that, that is awesome. I mean, that's such a role to play, a much needed role to be quite oh, Thank you. I mean, with the, with the BP compliance group is I knew it was needed because there were people in the top 21 that were not um, adhering to the Reg Producer Agreement. And everyone's like, what do we do? What do we do? And then people were calling them out with data use from the chain and tracing out what was going to happen or what had happened. And and then the thoughts of what could happen if this continues and people don't, you know, file claims with ECAP or whatever. And so I didn't want to own that group because I was part of a BP operation. I felt that that wasn't, um, that didn't line up very well, but I felt like if I had started a place for them to gather that they could figure it out together and uh, try to go in there and encourage them and stuff. But those, those guys are doing the heavy lifting in there. The same with B2, like, I tend to help bring them together and let them hash it out and I come check in and add when I can. Um, but I'm busy with BP uh, operation stuff too. So, so yeah, I try to do that and I encourage other people to do that. Like also the EOS math group was something that I, I helped. Um, it was going to happen anyways, but um, it was suggested by Anita and Jack in the URI group that, um, Mike started a math group and he was like, how do I start this math group? And at first he started a group that was like a, a channel that broadcasted and we were like, but then everybody's the broadcaster and we can't like mm -hmm. collaborate on what we thought about the numbers. And so we helped him set up um, a group in which people could uh, see what his spreadsheet was and his numbers. And then they could go back and forth about what their uh, comments were with that. So that's another great Telegram group to check out is EOS Math. There's a lot of uh, uh, number heads in there, number files, <laughs> and they're trying to figure it out for Rex and URI. Um, I think that's important that everybody uh, do that with what they're passionate about so it can attract other people and then um, cross-promoting those so people know where to go for that. So it's fun. Wow. That's, that's impressive. I didn't know that stuff. Wow. Okay. <laughs> those are, those are by chance. I wasn't like, Oh, what can I do next? It, the one that I really was, what can I do next was, or what can I do? The BP compliance was something that I was like, Hmm, we really need to create this. And then the, um, the EOS V2 was definitely a, hmm, we need to do this for me. But the other ones, it was kind of a collaborative effort in which I just helped them organize and um, get it set up for them. Well, so collaboration is extremely important. And even when you provided those other avenues for people to collaborate, I mean, sometimes it just takes a little, little bit of action, which definitely helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> I mean, oh, thanks. Thank you. So I guess... Outside, like, what actually got you involved into blockchain, and I guess why EOS? Um, that's a fun question. So, it, I, I have a consultant agency, and I do digital marketing for uh, clients, and within that, do content strategies and SEO. So, a lot of the clients, I will do the content strategy or even create the content for them to rank the first page on Google for their keyword. And when doing so, some of these clients are making like $30,000, $50,000 a month just on advertising. And that's due to the content that's created so they can rank. Mm -hmm. And you know, over time, like you're paid well for that work, but over time they're always like, well, what's next? I need more, what have you done for me lately? And, and also in the same right, you write the content, but it is owned by them. So it's like they wrote the content, you didn't write it, you don't have ownership of that either. And it's kind of sad, but I was stuck in the middle of it. And um, about a year ago, Steve Floyd uh, introduced me to Steam and he was like, you really need to dig into Steam. 
Um, he was also like, you need to, you need to see what's happening. Check out Brave. Uh, we're about to, it's about to be disrupted. Like advertising is about to be so disrupted. And so is the ownership of content. So, you know, on, for instance, on Facebook, you share your content or on Twitter, you share your content and someone might see that and they reshare it, but they might get like, it might go viral with them because they have a bigger audience and then you lose the ownership to that content or you give it up. Um, and then they make a bunch of advertising money off of it. Right. And then when he introduced me to steam it, I was really bogged down in that whole paradigm. Um, just kind of miserable <laughs> to be honest. And um, Steam, it seems like so promising, like, wait, you mean that you could write great content and then you could be honored for that and you could actually make money off of that one piece? Because in a traditional standing of digital marketing, for you to make advertising dollars on what you write, you need to have, you know, it's going to take a few years to build up your website. But with Steam, it is indexed in Google. So if you do Google searches, sometimes you see a Steam article pop up. And to me, that was like, oh, this is like decentralized. This is kind of like freeing, you know, this is freedom. And, and when um, he introduced me to Steam, he said, you really need to check out uh, Daniel Larimer. And so at the same time, I signed up for Steam and I didn't have the time to get into it very much, but I did dig into uh, Daniel Larimer and what he had done and what he was about. And it was just like, oh, it just rang um, a vibration in me, just like a heartstring of like, wow, you know, a, block, a blockchain that could, um, and talking about his next project, a blockchain that could, you know, that represents life, liberty, property, you know, freedom in general. And it was just like liberating and free. Um, for me to think that the technology could back such a great uh, mission. And so when I read about EOS, I was really excited because I was like, ah, oh, and like he had mentioned, you know, the blockchain with heart, that really rang for me because we're standing for freedoms and we're not necessarily standing for um, freedoms from establishment alone. We're standing for freedoms for opportunity for people around the world. And so as you dig into blockchain, you're like, oh, wait, all this, all these, you know, all these people interested in crypto, they're not realizing the technology is the most valuable piece <laughs> outside of the pump and dumps and the getting in early and the ICOs and all this stuff. It's the technology that's going to free us. And so when I saw that, I didn't really know exactly everything that was going on, but I started studying a lot about it. And um, Later on, I was able to start to ride on Steemit and uh, get involved in that. And then uh, whenever EOS, the community started popping up and there was like groups to join, as soon as I could join those groups, I, I admit I was a lurker in the dark for a long time. <laughs> I was like studying people's personalities and how the, how the um, conversations were going and what the tendencies of people were. Um, and then I, I started to want to join and be a part of that because I didn't want to jump in and be so green. People are like, ah, you know, <laughs> like go read the previous tele, uh, telegram messages. And, and so, which is impossible because <laughs> so, there's so many. So I just started putting myself out there and I started to notice other females that were doing it too. And we all kind of, you know, were there for each other and stuff. And it was, it's a really sophisticated environment, I believe, with people that um, have respect for each other. And sometimes they duke it out in words, but in the end, they try to be respectful. And I just found that so different from other, uh, other blockchains that were just, you know, in general, it is a boys club, like, just to be honest, you're like, it's a boys club. And it's not something that we can definitely, we can change but we can understand and we can fit in. So um, it's coming from, you know, crypto is coming from like 4chan and that's not a place you'd want to send, you know, any, any woman that you love <laughs> into the wild of 4chan because <laughs> they'll be greatly disrespected and offended. But that, that um, environment and community has, is in crypto. And then it also goes into blockchains. 
and the idea that EOS was going to be this blockchain that was different, I had to check it out. And it was, it was very different in there. People um, work together and they volunteer a lot of their time and they, even if they have differences, they try to understand each other. And if they have arguments, they apologize. And it was just like, wow, this is a great place to be a part of a community. So I, I choose EOS because it has shown um, through its actions that it is what it stands for. It is a blockchain with heart. It is centered around uh, life, liberty, property, and freedoms. And sometimes you just have to like dive in and you know expose yourself for who you are to see you know what it really is. And that's what I found when I was in there. It was just a really great community. So I'm I'm biased towards EOS. <laughs> I think we're all a little bit biased towards who we are here. But I mean, I, I love that it was, you know, your interest in Daniel Larimer that got you so far over here. And um, I, I agree with it being, you know, at the beginning, especially when you, you do lurk, because I think all of us are at least partly <laughs> doing that. Um, it's great because it is such a small kind of community in a way when we're all starting it and when the blockchain was launched. And yeah, you do really get a lot of team spirit. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I, you see, yeah, a lot of people duping it out, but that's just, you know, strong opinions. Yeah. And I mean, and I also want to mention, I know you have other questions that I don't know if everybody knows that Top K-Pop, Jenny, um, <laughs> is the technical genius behind EOS Go. So EOS Go is kind of the media that bridged everyone together. And, you know, if you remember the ongoing elections all weekend oh, and all that stuff, like you were behind the camera, you were behind the feeds and you made that happen. And um, I don't know if everybody knows that, but I'm just really excited about this series for you to be able to come out and um, represent yourself because I feel like not everybody knew that. And to me, like, to be honest, Jenny, I looked into that as soon as they said, <laughs> as soon as I saw ES go, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. And I looked into when you, you know, it, sometimes it was like, there was hints uh, that yeah, it was top K-pop. There's little hints. And I was like, who is this person? <laughs> and then I got so excited when I realized it was a female. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, this girl is, is a, a force to be reckoned with. And I knew that I wanted to reached out to you and talked to you, but I, I didn't know, I didn't know how to do it at the time. I was new. So I was just kind of waiting to see. And, um, I just wanted to, to say that, uh, I really appreciate all that you did for EOS Go. And, and I know that the guys are in front of the camera and they did a lot too, but it wouldn't have been anything without your help. So I just really appreciate that. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Not supposed to be about me at all, but <laughs> you're welcome. I mean, yeah. I, I did. I had a little, you know, thing behind the scenes where my name doesn't give me away, but that's why we're doing this. And then I get yeah. to focus on females, exactly, which is, which is wonderful. And you're going to make me blush, but thank you. You're right. Yeah, you're welcome. So we'll, we'll bypass that. Yeah. Um, now, so uh, do you have anything that you're currently working on that you would love to tell us about or just what are you currently working on? Um, so currently within, um, Within the community, I'm helping with the referendum platform, and um, that's really exciting because <laughs> that's kind of what we're all waiting for. Mm -hmm. We have to ratify the Constitution. We have to decide whether we want V1 or V2. We have to decide if, if everybody wants, you know, Rex or URI or a worker proposal system, and the referendum is going to make uh, that official. So I'm helping with the content strategy behind that, um, whatever the guides need for um, in content or whatever, try to help them with that stuff. And that's coming really soon. So that's a really exciting project. I know people are antsy. Um, your patience is a virtue and it will be worth your patience. So, um, and then another project is uh, EOS Rise. It is a um, it's at eosrise.io, and it is a uh, traveling dev workshop with uh, Phil Mesnier of OCI and uh, Eugene Luskin, our co-founder of EOS Tribe, and um, 
I don't know if you know who Phil Mesnier is, but he helped write a lot of the code for EOSIO. So he is um, so kind to want to continue to help people learn how to write smart contracts on the platform. And then Eugene is, um, is there to help you secure the smart contracts. So it's a two-day workshop. We're traveling around. I'm helping with that. Um, the marketing side and organization side of that for the guys so they can just show up and do their thing and not have to worry about it. But we have um, a workshop in Denver coming up October, um, I believe 10th and uh, 11th, no, 11th and 12th. And, um, and then we have a workshop uh, planned for Oslo at the crypto finance in Norway with uh, Bitspace. And then uh, another workshop at the much-anticipated DevCon in, uh, in January in Tampa. So that's something that I'm helping um, them with. And then also the EOS Toots is something that I'm also helping with. It's, we, we started it when we released our campaign announcement um, way back when. And uh, some of the people that were on the project some people from EOS Austin, they kind of faded out. And then we got so busy in the campaign that we weren't able to give it as much love. But that's one of the projects that I'm helping with as well. And um, an exciting project um, coming up that uh, I will wait to talk about <laughs> at another time, but it involves women and um, and involves proxies. And the reason I chose proxy is because a long time ago, Daniel Larimer was in Gov and people were like, what do we do now? All the whales are voting themselves in and everyone was upset. And he had mentioned that proxies were key to like checks and balances in this situation, um, along with filing claims and, and whatnot. So we, uh, I knew that I wanted to be a part of helping create the balance that was needed, but I didn't want to jump in right away um, just for the sake of it. And I just really was like hoping for when I was inspired and, um, I've been inspired and, um, there's a really great group of women that are inspired as well. So that's going to be really exciting to, uh, to reveal. <laughs> well, we definitely look forward to that because anything women is like <laughs> awesome right up the alley, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I, I, it's awesome. You're working on so many other projects. Like I love the traveling develop. Uh, the developer kind of thing. Um, and I did not know that you were helping with that. And that's absolutely awesome because the more people we can get, you know, learning smart contracts and stuff for the EOSIO software, the better. Yeah. Uh, and I was, oh, I was going to touch on something else. You mentioned it at the very beginning and now it passed. But I do know that you are going to be speaking at DevCon in January. Is that correct? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're the first woman speaker that's going to be booked on. That's awesome. It's, I'm, I'm really honored. Um, I'm really nervous. So just to be honest, I'm really nervous. I mean, it's a, it's a dev conference. Um, full disclosure, I'm not a dev, but I work with devs and um, I help with a, a traveling workshop for devs. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm here to serve and I'm really honored by the opportunity and I'm really excited. So yes, you have to come to DevCon and come cheer me on because <laughs> um, I'll need it. <laughs> I'll need your energy. <laughs> well, and but, it'll be funny too. So you'll get like an extra boost of sunshine energy, hopefully. Yeah, no, no, no. I, it'll be, it'll be great. Uh, it's just, uh, I'm, I don't know, I guess, uh, it just, it was, it was thrown at me left field and it was so exciting and I was, is overwhelmed. And so I'm really excited about that. Cause I, I'm, I'm looking at DevCon like, well, this is going to be so exciting. And then it's like, you'll be speaking at it and it's like, what? Oh, this is like overwhelming. You know, if I could shoot like moonbeams and sunshine out of every, <laughs> every pore of my body, that's, that's how I feel inside. So <laughs> that's a good description. I thought you were going to go with the cannons and streamers type of thing. Oh yeah. That would be even more exciting. Right? <laughs> 
Oh, well, I'm looking forward to all of that and all the projects that you mentioned too. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, so I'm going to go on, I will go on to the next one so we can bridge this over here too. Is there something in the EOC ecosystem, because you are so involved, which is fantastic, that you are looking forward to in the next little while as well? Um, I'm looking, as far as uh, things that are needed that I'm looking forward to, I'm definitely looking forward to the referendum. Um, I'm looking forward to the possibilities to make, you know, to make some more, I guess, gains <laughs> um, through projects like Chintai and through projects like uh, Brex. I'm looking forward to the opportunities for for us to see what URI can do. Um, as far as like DAPS, um, I'm excited about. There's so many DAPS I'm excited about, but. Uh, it's just the the idea that we can have DApps that have a real use case and that we can forget that we're using the blockchain. Like those DApps are really exciting to me. So um, different programs like Higher Vibes and uh, If Then When are really exciting for like a workforce standpoint of like, hey, let's get people jobs in this. Um, another DApp that I recently found was, uh, I believe it's Blocksfit or something. It's like a a workout dap where you get rewarded for working out and you can work out with other people and it kind of incentivize a, a healthy life and active lifestyle. I think that's really exciting for me. Um, those are some of the daps. Uh, one, one of the daps that we have in our incubator is a, is Coco and it is like a core for the blockchain. So question answer and you can rate uh, the answers and add to the answers. So in the end, you can see what everybody has contributed and those can be voted on. And then you have like the best answer or like a complete resource of the answer for that. So okay. you know, like having more voices on the answer to questions, it, that's going to be really exciting too. And then um, we have a, a, I'm not trying to just boast what we have going on, but we do have a wallet coming out and the guys behind it are brilliant and it's going to be really awesome. It's called the Metatron wallet. And, uh, that's really exciting. I'm excited about that coming out as well because, um, just the people involved and the different options that it'll have and things like that. So there's definitely a lot of things, um, to be looking forward to. And then of course the, the side project that I'm working on with some, um, prominent female uh, people in the space, I think will be really exciting for the space as well. So wow, that's, there's um, much that's, more. <laughs> well, there's always something coming out of yeah. the work, I tell you. I actually did not know that um, Coco was in your incubator because I'm looking forward to that one. I'm Are like, you? Are you oh, cool? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I love that thing because I mean, I search Google religiously. Yeah. I always have a question and I love that, you know, people can input their answers and I, I think that's fabulous because I forget things half the time. But yeah. <laughs> the other, I the, the last question I did ask, um, you mentioned the referendum and that's what had passed my mind. But I think that's fantastic that A, you're working on it. And two, I think everyone in the community, to be honest, is looking forward to that. It is yeah. so, that just allows us to make decisions. And I mean, so yeah, a lot of people have been patient, some not so much, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard when you're so decentralized and you know, you don't want to be centralized. Yeah. You want to come to consensus, but it's funny that we've been talking about it for like five months or more and people are just now popping into those groups and have so many opinions about it. And it's like, oh, we're testing it on the, on the jungle net right now. And you have all these opinions and add-ons. It's just like, where were you five months ago? You know, but, but you know, that's how it goes. It's different because it's not like it's a product that we can develop privately and then test and then release. It's a product that everybody's kind of putting their own two cents into uh, along the way. And we try to, make everyone happy, but we're also just trying to do a minimum uh, viable product for now. Like not, not the big gung ho at the end product that we really want, but something that can be done because everyone's volunteering their time to do it. So yeah, I mean, 
it's going to be really exciting what happens. There's already a lot of proposals out there. People are already doing polls. Um, within the referendum, there's going to be difference between a complex proposal and a simple proposal. So a simple proposal um, is going to be something where you create a poll of like, should we have, you know, a yacht party at the DevCon uh, conference? And then people can go in there and they can go yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And then a complex proposal will be one that will have guidelines that you have to pass before it gets passed and standards to that. And we've set up standards and guidelines to that. Um, because it involves code and it involves um, things like the constitution and involves things like the Ricardian contract mm -hmm. and these and Ricardian contracts. And those, um, those are way more serious and critical than a simple proposal. You know, should we have a yacht party or not? Um, should we change the constitution to V2 or, or should we ratify V1? Mm -hmm. Like that's going to be real serious and that involves code and that involves auditing the code um, that involves uh, a higher threshold to passing. And if you look at uh, Article um, 11, it, the threshold for passing the referendum is extremely high because it involves changing the software and, um, and code agreements. So it's going to be interesting how we pass that threshold and um, and then also what kind of pro simple proposals will be proposed mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So uh, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm excited to see what goes through. There's there's talk that people are going to form a group. Um, Brendan um, has already been talking about from the worker proposal group. Uh, creating standards for proposals and for um, and so that's that's forming like as we speak like something that they were talking about last night and um i was i was asked to be a part of that and i, I had to admit i was like i do not have expertise in writing ballots <laughs> proposals but um i'd like i'd like to be helpful and help people where i can so it's just exciting that people are like really getting you know they're really feeling the flame as it gets closer so Oh, absolutely. Like you said, I mean, we, we've been talking about it for months now. <laughs> and I mean, I know everyone's, you know, there's some people that are a little anxious, but it, you know, it's had to be built from the ground up yeah. and with everyone putting in their little opinions. Cause like you said, it is, you know, kind of public and it's supposed to be community cause it's just, but yet it's all decentralized. It, it takes a lot of time. So yeah. I, I'm excited to see all, all of what happens. <laughs> I, and I wanted to note on that with the referendum, the people that are involved uh, helping do that um, would be me and uh, Steve Floyd got me into that. He's from EOS Tribe and as well as EOS Nation, uh, Generios, Gray Mass, EOS Canada. And I, I believe that's all that I've been working on the internal um, process of building that. Mm. Um, that's that's who. I hope I'm not missing somebody, but I try to include them all. But those people have been donating a lot of their time and resources to trying to make this work while also keeping it decentralized. So it's it's a code that which you can add to your tool. So you can also have referendum on your tool. Um, but the platform we're making is going to be a platform that doesn't involve any uh, big logos in your face. It'll have credits. It'll have thoughts behind the making of it. It will have um, content so you know what things are. It'll have uh, links to places that you might want to go when you're there. So if you want to go to the worker proposal system or see the proposal, there'll be a link to that. If you want to go to a forum to discuss, there'll be a link to that. And then um, if you want to uh, learn more about voter proxies, there's a link for, for that. And then also a, a link educating you about the referendum, what uh, recording contract you're signing what part of the constitution that you are that we are implementing here and um, just education in general so there's a trusted it's it's kind of like the the voting portal um for the community built voting portal that you know we were about to launch the chain and they're like well, we have no way to vote and so community members came together um, to build the voting portal and that's kind of the same thing that's happening with the referendum. We know we need it, so people have come together to build it, and they're donating a lot of time doing this. So being patient is is really um, 
is really graceful of you and I, I appreciate all the people that show patience for that. And I do ask that you continue to understand that uh, these people are not getting paid for their work. Um, and they're doing it all the goodness of their heart because they know we need it. So like, you know, being, uh, having gratitude for that is, I think, important. Well, even the fact that you guys are putting on credits instead of logos, I think that also shows what the mentality is, to be honest. Yeah. It's, not, it's not just a, an advertising chip. So. That was Steve Floyd. Uh, he, he, he created in his mind this UI UX to bring it together without bias. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then and within that, you could go to the Gray Mass wallet and, you know, Gray Mass is going to support where you can vote referendum. Uh, I believe other tools, EOS Toolkit is going to um, support where you can vote referendum there. But if you don't know where to go and you're new into this, having a one central place that the community built is really important for trust. And then as people get into the community and they learn, oh, I really like Gray Mass or I really like uh, Generios' EOS Toolkit, and then they can start to bias out with what they um, feel comfortable with. But to have that central place without logos everywhere and that you can just trust that, hey, this, you know, because there's going to be referendums that pop up that are just scam referendums. And you see that all the time. So to have a place that you can just know you trust this place and it's not throwing bias logos up in here, like vote for us, vote for us okay. kind of thing. But if you dig into it, you can see who's behind it. And that we felt like that was better for discovery and for, um, a better, uh, you know, content strategy for that anyways. So, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so now the women in EOS, I mean, I, you, I know you've met quite a few already. Um, <laughs> so the ones in EOS, let alone blockchain, I know that they're increasing in numbers. What would you tell any women that are maybe on the outskirts that are cautious about getting involved? So let's talk about, like you mentioned the numbers for a second. And in a study done with Bitcoin, there is about 8.5 or 7% women engaged in that community. Um, and then within ownership on blockchain, women that are owners of a blockchain um, company or anything in blockchain, a founder, the percent is like 2 to 3%. It's like really small, but it's growing. So to let you know as a woman that if you want a place to come and like figure out like who you are and what you have to offer a blockchain, um, I invite you to EOS because everybody is uh, really, really nice and uh, encouraging. And there's a great strong presence of females uh, that have taken the lead worldwide like Shios. And then there's also great, uh, there's great like programs which you can run your own meetup like blockchain babes. And there's just, there's support systems within, but you just got to jump into the pool, right? Um, even if you just want to put like your toe in for a little bit or whatever, um, come here and talk to any of the females. They're all super nice. They'll funnel you into a group that you feel comfortable um, so you can get started. I think the most important thing is to have courage um, because being that they're so, the percentage is so small, your opportunity to be heard and to be recognized for your work is very great. So in, in a world where it's a, in, in, uh, an industry where it's mostly female, you're going to get lost in the crowd. Um, you'll have to just have a larger megaphone and a larger following and do more and have more backing and more and more and more and more and more. When the threshold for being appreciated and getting your feet on the ground and create and making a difference and um, I guess uh, making yourself somebody that has um, added value to things is uh, way easier in blockchain and uh, and you know I keep I'm biased to EOS but it's way easier in blockchain in general because the percentage is low and all the women. Um, our friends, they all stand behind each other, you know, they try to encourage each other, uh, they help other women know, you know, just stay away from that person or room or whatever and go have your light shine here because they've, they've shown to respect your time. Um, and even if you don't, if you're not a programmer, like you have a space in blockchain, I'm not a programmer, um, I'm coming from 
digital marketing and a media production background. Um, I, you know, so, so coding's not necessarily where my added value may be. I will take um, C++ classes now, and which I'm actually really interested in, but um, you don't have to be a programmer to add value. I feel like there's a, we need, we need as many women as possible, um, to be honest, like just come in and ask around and you'll see that the majority of the women are really, really encouraging and they want everybody to, to find their place and to shine. So I, I would say out of all the industries, you know, even though you might struggle in STEM <laughs> being the only woman or the one, a few women in the classes or whatever, um, blockchain is open and free. It's peer to peer. It's ready for you to come and figure out what you want to do and how you want to change the world. So I would say having courage and coming in and figuring out where your place is and not giving up because, you know, sometimes it can be discouraging. And I think that's why it's important that we all stand together because you're going to have those days where you just don't feel like you gave your best or you feel discouraged and you need some girl to get, don't worry about it. Get, you know, get back in there, you know? So I would say, even if you're a mom, I'm a mother, the women that I'm talking to, they're all moms. Our time is precious. Uh, we understand that you can't spend 18 hours a day doing this stuff in which I have done that. And it's really hard and it's hard on your family. It's hard on your home life. Um, so creating an atmosphere at which we can be really effective with our time and uh, we can have women help guide us through mentorships and apprenticeships um, programs uh, that I think that's going to really help uh, bring women in and feel safe to reveal like their talents to everybody. I love that. I mean, you're right. It isn't just for you know, people that know how to code or develop things. And I, even myself, I had to find that out and it, you know, but you, you do connect. I think the major point I loved about what you said though, is even though the numbers are small, you're right. I've never thought about it like that. You're coming into something and you may be less in numbers, but when you do well, when you put yourself out there, you will have possibly a lighter, a brighter light shining on you. Yeah. I think I, I love that. I didn't think about that ever before until you said that. Really? No. Yeah. You should definitely think about that. Like the percentage is small. So you have a better chance of standing out. Like, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like a really good point. I was like, oh, that's a good selling point. And, and you know, I never thought about that until I researched the numbers. And then I was like, ah, so this means that, you know, like that's what, <laughs> and then you watch other interviews of women in blockchain and and they're they're all like yeah it's there's not a lot of us and and we all friends and you know we're agnostic to um which which chain or protocol you're using we're just trying to support each other and i was just like wow this is a really great opportunity for anybody to come in and just like work their butt off at something and really shine so yeah if that's a good selling point let's sell it <laughs> all right <laughs> Now, are, are there any challenges that you see for women in this space at the moment? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about a uh, majority of people coming into blockchain are coming from crypto. Mm -hmm. And like I mentioned earlier, crypto is coming from like 4chan. <laughs> like, and, you know, and then also coming from like gamer, a gamer um, industry. The majority of gamers are males. There's very few females and they have to really like stand their ground and be real, real tough and have thick skin to, to adhere to what um, is said or thrown at them or whatever. And, you know, I, I'm really, uh, I admire those women. They're very strong and very beautiful and they, um, they do a really good job, but you have to understand that we are entering into an industry that is a, it is a, a boys club or bros club or whatever. Um, but we don't have to be uh, afraid of that. We can just understand that, Hey, this, you know, and this group, you know, like the, the EOS back alley, don't go in there. If you're female, don't go in there <laughs> unless you're down for just dirty <laughs> jokes and whatever. Don't go in there. But in other groups, it's more, uh, you know, kind of, 
keep to a higher uh, bar of respecting women and wanting them to be heard and stuff like that. I would say just realize what you're coming into and realize that it is not something to keep you back. It's something to understand that, hey, this is where I'm coming into. I need to stay strong within uh, my, my morals and my honor and uh, do my best. And if I can't be effective in this, this group or this project or initiative, um, reach out to other women that know what all the projects are that are going on and say, hey, is there another project I can jump into because I'm just not getting where in this project. And that happens in, uh, to me that happens in one of the groups in the early on when we were talking about worker proposal system group, um, a really bright woman, uh, Lisa Chandler came in there and, and she, she was um, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, but came with a lot of experience on um, nonprofit and how to structure that. And she, and, and like back in the beginning of July, I believe it was like July 9th, she might've been working on it since before then. Like, um, she came out with a proposal for the, uh, common, uh, common funds. And this, this proposed detailed proposals, probably close to 60 pages or 45 pages long. And it just goes into great detail, a proposal for the worker proposal system, um, for, uh, people to come and be an administrative layer for what's going on. And she like spent a lot of time on that. And it just, she put it out there and she got some responses, but it didn't really go anywhere in that group because they were busy doing their own thing, I guess. And so she was like, well, I don't have a lot of time. So I bowed out and doing my own thing. But when they're ready for me to come back, I'll jump back in to do something. And for me, that was really sad because she had done so much work and she like thought it all out. And then I started to wonder, well, how much of this did the work proposal system copy mm -hmm. in their proposal? And you know what I mean? Like, and there's no truth to that. I don't know any evidence of that, but it was just like, we lost this powerhouse of a woman um, because it just wasn't the right time. So being able to notice that and notice who those people are and to be able to sh uh, spread that message. So, I mean, for instance, last, uh, Daniel Larimer and URI was talking about starting a URI nonprofit. And so and that, it was like, ding, 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 Lisa, we need to get Lisa in here. And so I went into the URI and I shared her proposal and was like, hey, can you guys give her some love? Uh, I think she'd be great for helping think out what the nonprofit could be structured like. And she obviously has great skills in writing proposals. And so I, I threw her back in the mix. Um, and, and I think the within that, you find that there's certain people are there certain situations or groups that um, dominate the conversation and that um, can be crass or rude? And when you find out who those people are, there is, you know, there is a whisper network. <laughs> and it's not something that I'm just created. It's something that goes along all the blockchains that goes along, you know, women everywhere in any industry. It's who are the, who are the callous, uh, the catalyst the keeping you from being productive and successful. And it's usually people are naysayers or just say crude things and just disrupt things or a hurdle in the process. And those people, um, you know, not to call anyone out specifically, but those people uh, create a barrier for women to feel comfortable because no matter what they say, it's some negative thing to cut you down. And so you feel like you're not getting anywhere. Right. And, um, and that has, I know of two women that have left EOS because of that environment and it made me really sad. And that's what it made me think about, like, how can we change this? How can, how can we onboard women into EOS, um, in an environment that, an environment that has fertile ground for them to grow and build and, um, and be a part of this, you know? And so that, that whisper network is not a threat. It's just saying, Hey, if you want to do this and you're good at this, go into this room, avoid that room or avoid uh, interfacing with that person because studies have shown <laughs> through many women that they are going to, you know, not let you get past a certain point with your voice. Um, I think it's important that we band together as women and stand up for each other. And when we see that happening, we all pop into that room and we all say, hey, I don't agree with this and we point to facts and I think you should do this. And if that doesn't get anywhere, then we, 
help direct that woman into an environment that's uh, better suited for their their skills and qualities. Um, it's about like you know kind of banding together, and this is not. It's not about um, a gender war at all. It's not. I'm not a feminist. <laughs> I'm not. I have nothing against feminists at all. But I feel like when we are extremes, we lose the greatness in the middle. Mm. And when we find that middle ground and blending, you know, it it creates beautiful things like life. And uh, within that, we can, you know, just be strong and stand together and be be there for one another. If something's happening that's not right, stand up for them. If that doesn't get anywhere, then let's help find another place for them to shine is um, what I think that we could do to overcome that. Because, you know, it is, it is a boys club, but that's okay. You know, <laughs> it's I think okay. That's good. I mean, you were very... <laughs> You're honest with your own experiences about the challenges that you see. I mean, we could all just paint it rosy and be like, oh, nothing, you know, it, it's completely fine. Come on in. The door is wide open. <laughs> but it's, life's not even that way. So, yeah. you know. And it's most industries, you know. Yeah, exactly. So instead you're like, well, we may be the minority numbers, but here's maybe how to go about it to come in because we want you to come in just yeah, I, I, I love the back alley and the Whisper Network. <laughs> never well, the, the Whisper Network does not my creation. That's been said by many oh, blockchain women, but it is true. And I mean, we do that anyways, and we hit each other and like, can you believe, you know, can you believe what's going on? What, where? And we try to go in there and say, hey, this is not right or whatever. But it, it is, it's, uh, I think it's something that is just going to be wherever industry we go, we're going to try to look out for each other. No, and I think that's a, that's a fantastic. And guys have the same thing too. Don't let them fool you and point fingers at us. They do the same thing. And it's just, it's not, you know, let's be fair. It's not just us, you know, talking crap. It's us looking out for each other and guys do the same thing. So and they band together and they come in and they, you know, set up the volleyball and then they send their main guy to come in and spike it on people. Like you see it all the time. You see the patterns in which they enter rooms. Like we're not dumb. We're really, really smart. The women in blockchain are really, really smart. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and so are the men. And so we just need to understand, you know, what the truth is and be like, okay, this is what it is. And this is what can be changed and let's do something. And if you're not wanting to help that change, it's okay because there's plenty of people that do want to help that change. So it'll happen whether if it's needed or not, you know, regardless of who's backing it. Absolutely. I think if someone needs it, there's, there's a use for it to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, so now knowing that, you know, some of these challenges are out there and knowing that there are not a huge amount of women in the cryptocurrency blockchain space as of yet, but it's growing. Um, how do we continue to get more women into EOS specifically? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I think it's the same for all blockchains. It's about awareness. It's about education. Like I mentioned earlier that you don't have to be a programmer. You can, you know, come from a nonprofit background. You can come from a product background. You can come from marketing. You can just be really good at administrative. Um, like it's, the doors are wide open. Uh, I think that what we really need is uh, awareness and we need encouragement. We need mentors. Um, and, and within that, creating awareness through content, through telling people, through meetup groups, uh, for education, it's letting them know it's more than just programming through um, encouragement. It's being there for each other and saying, hey, I just saw a job posting for this, you should jump in there or saying, Hey, let me introduce you to somebody. You got this, or, you know, you did a really good job with that proposal, or you did a really great job here. I think that, um, that was really important for the situation. And I think you'd add a lot of value here. Um, and when you get knocked down for people to say, Hey, you know what? And I'm talking to men too. When you see a woman in a room that, um, is trying to help and trying to give her two cents and she's standing strong and taking blows to the chin to even reach out to her behind the scenes um, and just say, Hey, you know what? I believe what I believe in what you're saying. And then back up your words. 
jump back into that room and stand up for the woman. Because it's one thing saying something behind closed doors. And it's another thing standing up and being, um, being brave. So for women, men to be brave and stand up for a woman and say, hey, you know, I don't think the way you said that didn't really sound right. And I disagree. And I think that this is a good idea. And maybe if we thought out more about the second part, we might be onto something. Those encouragements um, go a really, really long way because uh, whenever that is, when that encouragement has been released, you have that moment where a woman can sit there and smile to herself that she's getting somewhere and she's doing something valuable and then she can continue to do it on, you know? Um, and the other thing is the mentorships. Mentorships are so important. And I, I believe uh, it was the cyber, uh, the CyberCode twins that have this on their Twitter page talking about we need more role models. And this is so key. And we have role models with mentorships or apprenticeships, whatever you want to call it. But to be able to say, hey, I've been there before. Come on, let me tell you about what I know. Let me tell you about who I know. Um, because who you know is really important. And the, and the second key to that is being a really good person and friend. So in the combination of who you know and being a good person and friend that treats others the way you want to be treated, um, doors just open up for you. People think of you and they send you leads. Um, and then you find great mentors in the space that, you know, can give you their, some of their time and direct you in a direction or help you rethink your approach or something like that. I think those are, um, those are the key uh, factors that are going to get more women involved in blockchain and more women involved in EOS specifically. Fantastic. I love it. You had like a great answer. <laughs> that I'm laying it out. <laughs> well, man, yeah. I mean, there's so much for people to think about when they're going to watch this over, which is yeah, uh, probably talk too much. And, you know, stop lifting. I mean, you're hitting all the points. So, and that's what I think everybody, not just women kind of need to hear. Um, yeah. They're doing a great job. And like, you know, shout out to Shios. Like they're traveling the world. That's true. Creating educational programs. They're just like, they're nailing it. And, you know, and for people that don't have the capital to travel the world and create these programs, or they don't know how to create funding for stuff like that, or they don't have a product or they, whatever, you know, they didn't go through whatever, no excuses. And that's why we're trying to start back at home in EOS. It just, all you got to do is join a telegram group, yeah. watch for the woman that pops up, reach out to them. If they can't help you, ask them to connect you with a woman that can, and you'll get funneled to someone that you feel comfortable with. And then that's when you can decide whether you want to tell them, you know, what your goals are and they can help direct you where you want to go. So like, big kudos to Shios. We're trying to, um, we're trying to take care of some stuff back at home while they conquer the world in which we can all make the world a better place together, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, um, what, what do you see the future as EOS being like, do you, do you see or have an envision of where you see it going in the next like five years? So that's really exciting. Um, to think about like what can happen because we've already proven that EOS is the fastest blockchain. We've already proven that it has the capability to produce as many blocks as which, uh, you know, companies like Visa could actually go on the blockchain and find a home in EOS and not have to worry about people waiting in lines for 10 minutes to validate the, their payment. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the more dApps that we're building, the more DACs and DAOs, um, we're able to test the grounds and see what's working. And then eventually in five years, there'll be people, um, you know, the steam up 2.0 coming out, people will be engaging in these dApps and um, not even realize that they're on the blockchain. I think that's going to be really an exciting piece because you'll have people that are just enjoying themselves and, and maybe uh, creating value and um, part of a uh, part of a supply and demand uh, economy, um, but not even realizing that they're on like a blockchain. So I think that the the price of EOS is going to go way up, especially with things like uh, Chentai and Rex. Um, I think the the floodgates are going to open with something like URI, um, and 
I, I'm just really excited about the future because the tech is already disrupting Bitcoin and disrupting um, Ethereum, and we have a long way to go, but they're already realizing that they're going to have to change uh, what their tech is in order to keep up with EOS. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's been wonderful watching it disrupt everything else, and we don't <laughs> even have like what they coin as like a killer dap or anything. We don't even have any of those things yet. And yeah. Licensed through everything else, and I'm even watching, um, you know, a competitor blockchain try to scramble to do updates and hard forks, and <laughs> it's kind of funny to watch. To oh yeah, like with inner blockchain communication, side chains, mm -hmm. um, being able to build parallel and connect with each other, and just like uh, watch out, you know, like watch out. It's 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 scared. I would be scared if I were them. I'm not trying to threaten them. I'm just saying like it's open source software. So yeah, you you're welcome. Use it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like you should just go say that to Dan. <laughs> That's all you got to say, Dan, you know, to everybody else. You're welcome. You're welcome. Just say you're welcome to everyone. It's okay. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, that, uh, it's been awesome because we've had so many questions and you've come up with so many wonderful answers. I actually only have one more left, which is, okay, so we are back. We actually uh, had a little computer die, <laughs> so we're back, um, and we were actually left on the hook. You won't see that part, but I was left on the hook with, is there anything else that you would like to mention or share to the viewers? Because th this is your time. You have the floor. Okay. A lot of pressure, right? <laughs> um, I guess uh, to encourage people to come and uh, join telegrams of interest or to come into EOS and find a female you see and ask them if they can guide you to uh, what you're trying to do with EOS or if you want to get more involved in blockchain. And um, if they can't help you, they'll refer you to somebody that can or they'll refer you to a room that can. Um, I'm really, really excited about the collaboration that's happening behind the scenes with all of the women. The women are realizing uh, the power that is available to other women if they come in and just uh, have the courage to express what they're good at and what their goals are. And then uh, the, the, the synergy that's happening, that we all kind of want the same thing. We want um, a blockchain future that is uh, welcoming to our children and to you know, if you're a male to your wife, to your mom, your grandma, your sister, your cousin, whoever is female, um, we want to create an environment that they feel like uh, they, they can come and be themselves and they can, um, I'm sorry, okay. <sighs> telegram, <laughs> go away. <laughs> no, I'm like telling people to come to telegram, but I, um, what a disappointment of a answer, but no, it's not at all. I mean, that's what it is. You come to Telegram, you get involved in Telegram, and those messages are yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get obsessed because you see all these people that are genuinely trying to help and that want to volunteer their time and that uh, value each other's opinions, and you feel like you know. I've said this a few times, you feel like you've like found your tribe and mm -hmm. I'm not just saying that because I'm part of EOS tribe, but that's how we really felt. And we're not trying to, you know, encourage tribalism in any way, but uh, you just feel comfortable to be yourself and you feel like you can trust people and then you are not let down whenever you open up. And I think that's, what's really special. So I just encourage everybody that's a part of EOS, male or female, to um, encourage women to come build and grow together on EOS um, and let us be the standard uh, blockchain that shows other blockchains uh, what can happen when you are welcoming and, um, and try to create situations that are welcoming to women um, and other people in general. So, Fantastic. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so let's go change the world together, really. Yes, indeed, absolutely. <laughs> Come on, women, we got to do this. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone actually, not just women, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the and the the ideas that are going behind the scenes for a program to help onboard women would actually be helpful to men too. So 
Um, mm -hmm. It's, you know, we pick our niche because we're good at it. We're women, we know women, we know mm -hmm. the struggles they face, but the same process that we're trying to onboard women into EOS and into blockchain can be applied towards welcoming uh, men as well, so. Love it, absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time to sit You're down welcome. and talk with me, let alone being the very first one yeah. to do the show. I am honored. <laughs> well, so am I. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm so glad she said yes when I asked. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, the, the deal was that you didn't know was that I get to interview you. Uh, I did not know. <laughs> there you go. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, that was the deal that you agreed to that you didn't know. Was, ah, was a silent agreement. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, I will say goodbye here, but I'm going to stop recording and then I'll say a proper goodbye because it's just less rude anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, thank you very much. And I will have um, any links that you give me for people to look out for where you are or maybe places that you want to steer women into. Um, we'll talk about that after, but thank you very much for uh, taking the time with me today. Thank you so much. And for all you do for EOS. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. What you just did is exactly what I'm trying to encourage other people to do. So I really appreciate that. And thank you for um, having me and for thinking of me. Um, it really means a lot and it's encouraging. I hope that we can share that kind of um, generosity to everybody that comes in. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you again. <laughs> Bye. Bye.